When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, this is Roger Daltrey of The Who, and you're listening to The Real Me Podcast. Presented by Teen Cancer America and produced by Pantheon Podcasts. Teen Cancer America has made an enormous impact on the lives of young people with cancer. We recognize that this age group are too old to be treated as children, but too young to be treated as older adults making the in-between years difficult at the best of times. For 31 years, Pete Townsend and I have supported the Teenage Cancer Trust in the UK, seeing the benefits that our specialist zones and programs delivered for young people in hospitals made us determined to bring this idea across the pond to form Teen Cancer America. What you are about to hear are the authentic stories on how music can help teens and young adults process their experience as they fight this deadly disease. We support them by giving them the opportunity to work with professional musicians to develop an original song, from concept to fully produced recording. Join us as we hear their personal stories and reveal their real selves through the power of music. This is The Real Me. And welcome. This is the Real Me Podcast from Teen Cancer America in partnership with Pantheon Podcasts. I am your host, Erin Alden. Let me introduce myself. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer in the recording industry, a TV and film veteran, and every week I get to say that I am also your podcast host. Each episode, we shine a light on TCA's remarkable playback program, giving adolescents and young adults or AYA cancer survivors the opportunity to rock. Today, we will be joined in the studio, as always, with our musical director, Kenley Mattis, and our guest this week is Play It Back artist, Samantha Kane. Samantha has such a positive attitude in spite of being thrown a lot of curveballs these last two years, cancer, the pandemic, all of it. But through it all, she not only found her voice, but she learned how to write some pretty great songs, including the one you're going to hear today, which is called Getting Back to Life. So let's jump into this right now. First up, Kenley Mattis. Hey, Kenley. Hey, Aaron. Always nice to see you. Uh, thank you. It's nice to see you and, and hear you too. Thank you. So any news for this week? You know, we always have so much cool stuff going on. And this week, I have a really cool story. I'm going to, it's going to be like bragging and name dropping, dropping, but I just, I just don't care. I'm just going to do it. That's one of the joys of life do it. When you're in entertainment. Um, so I was on a, a zoom uh, session with one of our new playback artists and he is into rap and he is into, you know, sort of discovering what he's into. Actually, he uh, was thinking about trying to sing something. And then he was saying how he was a fan of Kenny Beats. Now, for those of you who don't know who Kenny Beats is, and honestly, I didn't know who Kenny Beats was until I saw 
the first episode of Benny Blanco's YouTube show last year um, called <laughs> Maddie and Benny Eat Out America. But anyway, um, so they had an episode where they brought uh, Maddie into Kenny Beast's studio. And I didn't really know who he was, but apparently he's a very big rap producer who over COVID has had a Twitch stream which and a discord as well, which is very, very popular, where he'll pick a few sounds and then challenge the people out in the audience, producers, a lot of them, to make a beat out of it, a musical, you know, sonic bed, so to speak, that people could rap over. And so people enjoy checking that out. And then he'll have celebrity guests come on to judge it. And so Kenny has become very popular and very well liked because he is a charismatic dude with a lot of talent and he's had a lot of hit songs too. So he mentioned Kenny Beats. I know that Benny knows Kenny. I'm friends with Benny. So I texted Benny right there and said, hey, can we have somebody here meet with Kenny? We made it happen. Kenny came on the Zoom call a week later and totally inspired this young man to start making beats and gave us some amazing advice, um, which I'll briefly share here, which is the beat that Kenny uh, heard that, that Joey played for him was a simple beat with like a synth bass sound and a very simple dry drum sound and uh, some sort of keyboard. And Kenny said, that's really cool. Now make 10 beats with those instruments alone. Wow. And as you do that, you will develop, you'll pick your favorite from those 10. Don't go and find other sounds and find other drums and find another bass, like make 10 beats with that. And then go from there. And I thought that was so cool because you take the whole, you know, searching for a drum sound or searching for a keyboard sound out of the picture, you know, which frankly is is what rock and roll artists already did years ago, right? We have four guys in a room. That's all you got. And then they would maybe get tired of that and expand and do the queen thing or whatever. But yeah, so I thought that was really cool. It was a great experience. Joy was so inspired, so thankful, and it's so wonderful to see something like that. I can't wait to hear what Joey comes up with. We'll have to highlight Joey soon. Totally. Um, he's actually coming to the studio tomorrow, which is a big Ooh. deal because he's from Northern California. So this is the first time in the studio. Um, and the other qu- quick thing was that, you know, I've been listening to the podcast and um, I heard at the end of this podcast, <laughs> Roger does the credits and he says our names. He sure does. And that is just the coolest thing to have a rock legend announce your name. Yeah. And I can listen to it over and over again. I think I have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why not? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's funny too. I've, of course, I've told so many people about how this organization got started from the very beginning and what Roger and Pete have been able to do over the last 30 years. And it's so interesting for me to see people's faces when I start telling them because it's, they, their jaw drops. Yeah. You know, and then just to talk about the music and have him saying our names and getting to enjoy these hours with the most incredible yeah. human beings. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Well, to know that he's so supportive of us making music with, with you know, everyone that we make music with, with the Play It Back artists with this program is really inspiring because it was, like anything else, it was just an idea, you know. Pretty so, good idea. Yeah. We've well, got a good idea here today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, introduce her now. Yeah. Introduce her. Uh, well, this amazing young woman who just had a birthday, by the way, is on today. And her name is Samantha Kane. Hello, Samantha. Are you here? I am here. Hello. Well, hello. It's so nice to meet and see you. And, you know, you guys can't see Samantha, but she's got this beautiful, radiant smile. She looks like a very happy birthday girl. 
Thank you. Did you have a good birthday? I did. My mom actually surprised me with LA Kings tickets, the hockey team. What? We had a great time. It always makes it better when they win. So well, thank God they won. You must have been just out of your mind happy. I was. It was amazing. Cool. Have you been going to Kings games for a long time? Actually, I started going to Kings uh, games because of cancer. I actually was never a hockey fan or a sports fan before then, but wow. ever since I was invited to the Hockey Fights Cancer game two years ago, I've been kind of obsessed <laughs> ever since then. Wow. Okay. So they, they send out an invite saying, Hey, would you like to come see our game? Tell me how that happened. Um, it was actually at the hospital. My mom got an email from the, I forgot the teenage like psychologist or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, she had reached out to my mom cause she thought I would be interested. And, um, it just so happened it was a good week and I was able to go to see it. That's incredible. Well, yeah. so now you're a two-year fan of yes. the Kings. Hey, you guys, all those Kings people out there, I hope you're listening to this because we need to hook Samantha up for a really long time. So if you if you have that connection or, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe you could do like a lunch hang. Who's your favorite player? Alex Iafala, number okay. 19. Alex, this is a calling for you. Believe me, we will find you and we will beg you and ask you and and push you into having a, uh, do you want a full day or an all evening? I don't care. <laughs> okay, anything hang. We'll, we'll see if we can make that happen. Because, you know, there are people listening to this. <laughs> yeah. We'll find Alex. Yeah, we'll find <laughs> Alex. I'll go, I'll go track him down in, in El Porto surfing. I know he's a big surfer. So. <laughs> Very cool. Well, uh, you know, we're we're going to talk about your journey today, and I think your your story, as in everyone's stories, are so important and help make people feel more comfortable about themselves and learn so we learn so much from each other. So, if you don't mind us going back just a little bit, why don't we start at the beginning? And you know, hey, this it is a show about cancer. So, how how did this all happen for you? How old were you, and what type of cancer have you have you struggled with? And I was 15 and I wasn't, I was in the middle of a show actually, cause I'm a big performer and everything in the middle of a show. I thought I had a cold. I wasn't feeling well. I went to the doctor and they didn't think I was, they didn't know what was going on. So they sent me to another doctor and they like about a year before I was diagnosed with cancer. My dog was actually diagnosed with cancer as well. The Aww. same type, which was it was a little weird, the same type, what, but what type of cancer? Um, he had lymphoma and I had Hodgkin's lymphoma. Okay. And so I knew the word definitely very well. Um, doctor said, you either have mono or lymphoma. I ran out the room crying mm-hmm. as one does when you hear, Hey, you might have cancer. And then went to get the biopsy and they, I started chemo right away, pretty much. Wow. I didn't know anything that was going on until my mom said, like, I think right before the first round started, it was like, Hey, you got cancer. There you go. And didn't know what was going on at first. I was completely in shock really. And then, but I've been, cancer-free 20 months now. 
I'm doing, so. I'm doing like the V for victory over here. You know, I'm doing like this gigantic V. That's amazing. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. So how, how was that? You were in high school. I was. How, how, how did that all happen? Um, were you able to rely on your friends? Were they supportive? Cause I, I know sometimes it gets real tricky where people don't know how to act or what to say. What was that experience like for you? Definitely at the beginning, they didn't know what to say. Cause I called, cause I was in the middle of a treatment one, cause I didn't know how to tell them. Yeah. So I called them all and they were, it was all at lunch. Cause obviously I know when the lunch was. So I called them. I'm like, Hey, can everybody gather around really quick? And I told them and one ran the other way crying. And I was very grateful that all my friends were so loving and kept in contact with me, especially my best friend. She was there with me the whole time. She was there with me when I rang my bell. Hmm. She's been with me the whole time. She didn't have to, but she was. And I'm so grateful for, for her being there with me. Yeah. Wow. And as far as your schoolwork was concerned, did you put that aside and then try and catch up or were you doing classes like online classes? I was put into a homeschooling program. Didn't have all my classes that I was able to take that I took at school, but it was enough to keep me in the loop. That's good. Learned everything that I was supposed to so I could keep track of everything. And be like sort of know what was really happening. So when I did go back, I was I was where everybody else yeah, was. Yeah, that's great. Cause that's always that's really hard when you get behind and then you've got all that pressure and well good. Well um well I, I just want to go let's just start talking about some fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. How did you hear about the play it back program? I was my mom decided, because we have a Hope Resource Center at the hospital I'm at, Children's Hospital of Los Angeles, and my mom was like, hey, let's go check it out. And there was a something with Teen Cancer America with doing some sort of music thing with um, Maroon 5 and Andy Grammer, or I, forget, I it was Maroon 5, and I was like, hey, that would be really cool to write a song with them. But I had something to do that day. And so my mom talked to Hillary actually and was like, hey, there's something, play it back. There's great producer named Ken Lee. <laughs> Go check him out. And we did and been doing it are. ever since. So I did hear that you mentioned that you were in a show um, during when you were, were first diagnosed with cancer. So have you, I'm assuming singing. Yes. Were you also writing music at that time or was that something new? I was sort of writing songs by myself. Definitely not great songs. They were Doesn't matter. not great, but I did start when I was in seventh grade and, but definitely did really start putting it to music because of cancer. Wow. Well, Kenley, do you remember when you got the call about Samantha or how you guys hooked up? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i pretty sure I got the call from Hillary, Teen Cancer America, and we set up a, a session that was before COVID. So I think I've known Sammy for at least two years now. It's been about yeah. two years. Yeah, a little more. And um, and so, you know, when well, first of all, I got to say that when you meet someone when 
they're going through cancer and when they're so young, yeah. I mean, she's very much a different person now in so many ways. It's really cool to see. And I mean, she's always been smiley and engaging and just really just a, you know, a, a ball of sunshine as her parents are too. They're a wonderful family. Um, but you know, when I saw her, like, to be honest, Sammy, like you were really in the middle of it. Like you were like, you know, she didn't have any hair. She was very, you know, seemed like she was frail. I don't know. I mean, she was thin. She was thin person anyway, but like just, you know, in the middle of it, you know, and, um, but she was really engaged in, you know, she came into the studio with her mom. Um, and we just started talking about stuff, you know? And I think, you know, the song we're going to talk about today was probably, I think the second or third song we did, Sammy, right? The second one. Yeah. Second one we did. So, um, you know, by that time we'd already written a song, they'd already known that we can come up with something. And then, you know, I helped them put it together and, and made it sound really pro and awesome. So I think she was really psyched about that. And she said, wow, this is cool. Let's do this again. And, and, you know, and as the time has gone on, you know, Sammy has been is part of the crew, you know, it's, we've become a community and we have Zooms and, you know, everyone does their thing. And Sammy has been doing a lot of performances lately, but, you know, she's always a playback artist. And, um, and so, and she and I bonded a lot on, on music, obviously, but also, you know, I'm a hockey player. I grew up since I'm five years old playing hockey and I, I actually wanted to be a professional hockey player growing up. So, and I couldn't because of a health problem in my, in high school. So I, you know, started playing hockey as an adult when I was able to again, and I'm, you know, I have it in my blood and, um, I play where the Kings practice, where the Kings used to practice and became a Kings fan. And Sammy became a Kings fan around that time. So we have the Kings that we both love the Kings and also we're my wife, especially, but I'm also a very big fan of the show friends. So we're always like texting each other about stuff like that. Or she told me about this, uh, care package that we still get to this day, like friends paraphernalia. So we like that's we have these things in common that we you know goof on and we really enjoy talking about that stuff and um, and so anyway um, I remember when Sammy was really getting through the treatment like she was you know kind of on the tail end of her treatment I I don't remember if it was before or after she rung the bell which that signifies that you're done with your treatment. Oh, wait, stop! I've never heard about this before. Please tell me what this uh, maybe is. Maybe Sammy, you want to tell Aaron what what ring the bell is? It's kind of when you're finished with treatment. That's kind of where they say, "Hey, you're cancer free," and um, all the nurses come in, and it's different for every hospital for sure. But um, ours was a little. Ours had a little parody that "We Will Rock You," but it was like no more chemo. It was it was really fun because my best friend was able to get out of school because it was before COVID and so many people were able to come. And it was it's just you read what it says on the sign and you ring the bell signifies you're done. Oh, that yeah. I'm actually choked up. That yeah. is such an I, I can't even imagine what that moment must feel like. That's amazing. Really amazing. Wow. It was really beautiful. And I'll say, you know, in thinking about and remembering, you know, because Sammy's talking about how and and we call Samantha Sammy. So mm -hmm. but in, in talking about how she was doing the homeschool thing, you know, I know that she was making the best of it. She had a really good attitude, but it also kind of sucked. You know, let's yeah. be real. Like she's very social. She has friends. She wants to be in school. This is pre-COVID. And there's more to this. But like she was getting back to being able to go back to school. It was very exciting. And I don't want to speak for you, Sammy, but I'm just telling you what I remember about it was that, you know, she was like, I'm got this much time and I'm going to be able to go back to school and be able to go back to school. And like, so this was like the topic. So getting back to life, you know, this is what we came up with, with like a song theme. 
and yeah. and you know we'll get into like doing that song but maybe Sammy, you want to tell him like what ended up happening. I don't mean to laugh because yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah, it's a little funny and it's a yeah. little ridiculous. How about that? Yeah, it was great timing. <laughs> great timing. I was ring my bell in school for nine days. Oh my lord! Tenth day that Friday, my dog lost his fight with cancer after beating it over four times. And then COVID shut everything down. Yeah. It was great timing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember that. I remember. Oh. I mean, I don't know if we were like kind of laughing about it, Sammy and I, but like it, it was, it was absurd. It was, it was, it was, it's funny now. Yeah. Right. The perfect timing of yeah. timing of everything. Definitely. Then it was like, really? Come on. I just got yeah. back to school. Yeah. And everything. Now I'm. Glad that I'm back at school, at least for senior year. <laughs> There's something about Sammy that like she's she seems very able to talk about the tough stuff because she does have this sunny disposition and, and sense of humor about it. So like, you know, compared to a lot of the other playback artists, like if I think about the songs that we've done together, like Getting Back to Life, well, that's a very positive song. But the, but the verse is kind of, you know, in a way a little bit more melancholy. Right. But then there's, uh, you know. Another like remind me some of the titles of the other songs because I remember like you just kind of go for these these ideas that are pretty deep like um the one we had after that was sometimes you just just got to scream exactly that was about that title yes and that was about like pillows yeah screaming to pillows and the absurdity that she had just been through this ordeal and you know we had you know I knew that she wanted to be in school and be social again and just get back to life. And then this happens. So it was just like, you know, sometimes you just got to scream. And it's really, you know, the vibe that we got really ended up expressing a lot of these things in a beautiful way. I mean, I, I know we're going to focus on that that one song, but just thinking about it. And by the way, Sammy, we should mention, even though we're not going over this song, too, that she wrote a song uh, about, you know, for the Kings. Oh, wow. Really, and the idea was like to be in the locker room and sing it to them. Oh, my God. Okay, well, we'll have to make that happen, too. So now we have two. We've got singing this song about them in the locker room and having yeah. a 24-hour hang with Alex, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, that's yeah. easy. No problem. Yeah. Well, we can maybe mix them, do them, yeah. combine them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's not get too far ahead here. Why don't we jump in and let's talk about the writing process. You get your first meeting with Kenley. Um, were you excited about it? Nervous? How did you feel? I was definitely nervous. I mean, new place in the middle of treatment. Didn't know what was going on. My mom was just like, come on, get in the car. We're we're going to do something fun. No idea what was going on. So I was definitely nervous. But once once I got in there and started figuring out lyrics and beats, then I was like, all right, I'm good now. <laughs> good. Fun. You felt more comfortable. Sure. I think that's always the way it is, especially with somebody that you don't know. And writing is such a personal thing and, you know, uh, showing your talents and, and you're worrying about, am I, am I, am I good? Am I doing this right? You know, all that stuff. And then it kind of calms down. So let's talk about this song, which is called getting back to life. And what I'd like to do before we start, here's a teaser, you guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I'm going to leave you hanging and we'll come right back and we're going to just jump right into this song. So stay tuned. And we are back. So let's do this. Um, can we, 
how about this? Why don't we play a little snippet of the beginnings of this song? And then we're going to come back and talk about it. Let's do that. When I felt like giving up, when I couldn't get more down. I was living in constant worry, but you couldn't see my frown. I was mad and sad, and feeling so left out. Life was moving on, I was a prisoner in my own house. And I like to say it was okay, but it wasn't okay. So the thing I remember, because this has been, you know, pre-COVID, I remember us being in the studio, I was at the piano, and I was just playing simple chords. And we had been talking about this now. I had known Sammy for uh, probably a couple months at this point, so we talked about a lot of stuff. And, um, and I mean, I'm listening to the song now and how well these lyrics express exactly what she's going through, you know, um, and how frustrated it was. She made the best of it. I, can't, I have to say that about, you know, Sammy. is like she's very... She puts on a brave face. She's really good at that. You know, would you agree, Sammy, that you're good at that? Yeah. Yeah, she's really good at that. But that's really hard to do. That takes a lot of energy. And, you know, if there's ever a little bit of a crack in the brave face, you know there's other stuff going on there. And there was, and we talked about it. So she felt like she was missing out. She felt like she was, you know, the, the homeschooling thing was fine to keep her going, but, you know, it wasn't the same. And I think this is the kind of, these are the kind of things that, people don't realize, you know, people don't understand that like, you know, besides the fact that you're dealing with an illness, like you don't know what the end result's going to be, which is, which is bad enough. You're also just getting plucked out of your life, you know, and, and Sam's very social and she likes to perform in front of people and she likes to sing. She has a whole group of other singers that she sings with. So, so anyway, so this was really beautiful that we were able to, to, to get this out of her. You know, we would talk about these things. So, and um and Sammy, correct me if I'm wrong, but you hadn't sung in front of like the mic too much before then, right? We did one song in front of the mic, but this was it was like in the middle of treatment, so obviously it didn't really sound the best. No, but I'm saying like before you came in here. I mean, I would sing like with school mics for yeah. shows and everything, yeah. but not like in the professional studio. mics for sh- songs yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah, and I remember being really impressed that she was just went for it, you know, and she, um, you know, in this song, this is kind of like one of the, cause we've done probably like five songs. So this is yeah. the second song. This is a little bit earlier and, you know, you could see and hear her growing and getting more able to just let it all hang out on the recordings, which was really awesome because she has this incredibly emotional voice. It's just, she's very, it's very vulnerable. I think like this Kate Bush kind of thing, you know, comes out of, and yeah. And, and so it's really beautiful. Uh, Sammy, I think I might've mentioned that to you before. And, and I realize that's way before your time, but like this is very emotional kind of uh, vulnerable singer. And you have a lot of that, you know? And, um, and I th- also think that Sammy does a lot of stage stuff. And I think there's this, there's like, uh, importance in like kind of singing out in stage stage stuff and this I don't want to say belting maybe that's a bad word right but there's a lot of like you know the one the people that get a lot of attention are the ones that can belt I will say as a singer and as a producer and someone who you know has heard Sammy sing in, in different styles that I love when she's sort of doing this kind of more introverted kind of singing because she's got this vulnerable thing and it's hard to do that on stage because you don't have a big mic in front of you and the quieter you sing people don't hear you but in the studio you can do that that's not easy to do and that's unique you know well and i also noticed because i i was lucky enough to hear the song before that your delivery of your lyrics is real thank you 
there's nothing that's false about that. You, you really are telling this yeah. story. And I, that was one of the first things that I noticed. So that makes a lot of sense to me now that I'm hearing your story. So, okay. So you guys started the song. Uh, Did you then go home, Samantha, and work on it and come back? How were you guys, how were you designing this track? We had a few sessions with this track, especially with the lyrics too. We have, um, before we had the dot, we were just putting ideas on a document pretty much. And then we've created lyrics out of the ideas and then I think we created this one. We did the lyrics first and then the track. Yeah. Yes. And what did you think when you first started hearing some of this, you know, the beginning stages of this, what were your thoughts about it? I mean, it was, it's always cool just to see like something amazing come out of nothing pretty much. Um, I mean, we had one song beforehand and just watching how it all unfolded was amazing and just seeing a whole a whole nother idea completely almost the opposite it was it was amazing yeah it's cool now were you i what's your best friend's name her name is veronica but i call her ronnie veronica okay so were you sharing all of this with her at the time that you were doing this and your other friends or was it kind of it was secret? mainly her i i showed it to her i showed it to my parents but I mainly showed it with my best friend and she, she loved them. Yeah. And then as they started finishing up, then I would show it to more people. This song is actually on our school website. Oh, is it really? Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Amazing. Well, it sounds like you've got such a great support system yes, around you. Sure. Wow. Do you have any other thoughts, Kenley? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, at that time, when people like Sammy come to the studio, I'm really focused on writing face-to-face and getting vocals, you know, because Sammy lives in the Valley, so it's like a half-hour, 45-minute drive. It's not nothing, you know? It changed a little bit with Zoom, right? And I think that that that's a transition that I think was harder for people who were used to coming to the studio because we all know what it's like in the studio, and it's a different thing, right? So, and, and so the focus at that time when we were able to be in the studio together was let's write songs. And I'll sort of get to the production stuff like a little later, because if she's in the studio, I'm not going to sit and do a drum beat. You know what I mean? I'm not no, going to sit and yeah. pick out an organ sound or whatever I'm going to, what, you know? And so it was really like about the songwriting and about the per- vocal performance, right? So what I remember about this particular song was that, and she's a go-getter, you know, she's like got these groups uh, that she sings with. And then she calls me up and she's or texts me or whatever. And is like, well, I'm going to do this video with the song, you know, and the song's like not, like not produced, you know? And I'm like, okay, like it's not done, you know? And she's like, so can you finish it by this time? And, you know, cause <laughs> I'm doing most of the production, like her, her heavy lifting was lyrics and singing the vocals and, and some melody stuff. And, um, and I'm more about like putting the, the sonic picture together at this point. And, um, and so I'm like, okay, like, I don't know, like, all right, let's do this. And this was before zoom too. So like, I would work kind of on this and I'd send it to her. What do you think? Is this cool? Yeah, this is good. Maybe this or this and sort of go a little bit back and forth. But basically it was like, come on, can we get it done? Cause if we're going to do this song, we're gonna make a video. So like, that was really awesome because deadlines are important. They really yeah, help they us really finish are. it. And Sammy was the first one of the group to be like, I'm doing stuff with this music. Come on, like, get it done. Let's get it out there, you know? And like, push me to kind of get to that other side of the mountain, which was like making it sonically finished. 
So that was really awesome. And um, and since then, there's a few other playback artists who are like, I'm putting it out. I'm doing this. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. well, Sammy was the first to be like, let's get it done. I want to make a video with the school. <laughs> like, it's going to be on this website. I'm like, OK, great. So, and like occasionally I get like a, a text like, can you send me the music with no vocals? I'm performing it here doing that. So <laughs> doing stuff like that. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Well, let's let's do this. Why don't we listen to a little bit more of the song and we can come back and, and talk about where it went from, from there. Okay. Cause it's gonna be okay. Do you know what it is like getting back to life? Getting back to life. Do you know? Yeah, it's a testament to her, like, just willingness to create and just go for it, which I, I love. And she's grown so much. So I just i am really proud of you, Sammy. And, um, you know, she's one of like the she's like the early second generation, you know, play it back artist. But I mean, I will say that Sammy's from a little bit of a different aesthetic than I'm from, because I think that she's got a lot of the show tunes going on, too. Which is completely you know? unlike like, my parents. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, let's talk about your parents. So are they musical as Not well? Not at all. My my, my dad all. plays the ukulele and that's about it. <laughs> okay. Do you have brothers nope, and sisters or you're the only one? Me too. Got it. Her dad is very, uh, he's a improv yeah. guy though. We actually had him on as a guest in our group uh, a while ago to talk about improvisation and letting go and jumping in and all these things because he's been doing improv for a long, long time. So that's something that he So, you know, she comes from that as well. And, and her mom is lovely. But singing-wise, where did that come from? <laughs> right. Well, it just did. you never know. You never know. But we did get your mom. Maybe you want to tell this this part. Yeah, um, my mom would come about... with me for this um, in the studio because um, she took time off work so she could come with me. And my dad was at work. So she came with me and went and what we were. I don't remember what day we were on working on this, but I'm like, Mom, you should sing a verse. You sh You should you should join in. So she was like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. But I got her to do it. And there, <laughs> if you listen, she is singing some of the nanas. Oh, that is so, yeah. what, what a special moment that you're going to have yeah. forever. Yeah. That's so great. Well, this is probably a good point for us to stop and, and take a minute because we've got Doug and Heather, Samantha's parents with us. And it's so nice to meet you guys. Good to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Well, I'm I'm glad we could spend just a little bit of short time talking about your family journey and you know because it is. It's a it's this hits everybody, not not just the patient but the entire family. And um Samantha's been telling us about how supportive you guys were and um mom you were driving back and forth to Kenley's studio for the songwriting lessons yep. and you know um 
it's really, it's really wonderful that, that she has you and that she's been able to, to do these things because of you guys. So just a quick question, obviously, um, Samantha's an only child and I'm an only child. So I, and I have an only child. (laughs) (laughs) So when your child is sick, it's terrifying for sure. How, how was, how was that? I mean, you guys, you went through so much and she's so young. She's in high school. You know, um, what was your initial thought? Well, at <laughs> first it's like, huh? What did you just say? <laughs> did you just say cancer? It's like, that's what I thought. I just, I couldn't believe that that word was coming out of there. The doctor's mouth that that's yeah. what it was. But um, once we figured out what needed to be done, we were all very lucky. We had lots of people that helped us too, to get through it. I work at a school that Samantha went to and they were just so they all know me. They all know our family because we've been there for years and years. And they were, I was very lucky to have that support group and a job to go back to when she was done with treatment and, and healthy and happy. And everybody always asks about her every day at school. And it's just, that was, that was amazing. That was amazing for us. So you're really lucky. You know, I think sometimes you think you have a community around you, but you really don't. Yeah. Um, That does happen with a lot of people. So it sounds obviously you guys are really super easy, congenial people that I could, I could see why people would rally around you. So that's, so you, you had to leave school for a while. You were in treatment at children's hospital. And then you started to hear about all these programs Yes. Then I, I, and you had a lot of opportunity to do a lot. You did other things as well too, right? Through Teen Cancer America or. Yeah. yeah. You do game night. I you do did game, game night. night. And she was also very lucky. She was asked to be part of the tea that they did with uh, Victoria summer. So she was the special singer at the tea in December of last year, which was beyond amazing that people could log in and hear her beautiful voice and hear her story. And it, so this is, this is really funny. I did not realize that was you, oh. but one of the reasons that I'm here is because of Victoria, we are friends. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that was you. Wow. You guys. Okay. So this tea, which I think you can still see on the website, it's still up there. I think okay. I watched it live and my jaw dropped when I heard the two of you doing that duet, it had me in tears. I know it had all of us in tears. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever. Wow. See, this is <laughs> She's got a bit more hair now. So that's why well, I, I never even noticed your hair. I just was just, it was a stunning, stunning day. Congratulations on that. I, I, I had no idea. Okay. I'm a little slow. <laughs> well, um, that was definitely because of teen cancer America that she sure. was able to yeah. do that for sure. Wow. And I heard dad that you play the ukulele. Are you guys going to write a tune any time soon? That, or? that is what we are threatening. Yes. We, uh, <laughs> some point, yes. The King song that we were talking about earlier was actually, we're actually going to try to do that for, with both of us. Well, I would love to have that when you're done with it because I've got special plans for it. We we've got this whole thing that we've decided to do, right? Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, which we'll talk about another time, but in, in any event, I would say, you know, again, that you guys are, are, we're really lucky that you were able to participate in some of the programs. And also I would love to know just what your thoughts were once Samantha got started writing 
and you know they started to produce these songs what did you think well we've, she's always had and worked on as far as her voice itself but to hear the hear her words hear her thoughts being expressed musically and so on and and to mm-hmm. to be witness to the uh to the process i mean it's just a uh it's kind of cool for, for lack of a better term. It is cool. I, I forgot to ask you, Samantha, do you think that you'll be doing more? I mean, do you see yourself being an artist? Always for sure. Yeah. Well, there you go. So <laughs> we'll have, as, as we had said earlier, we'll have a lot more to listen to over, over the time period. But my biggest question to you guys would be what, now that you know about the program and you've met other people that have been in the program as, as well, including you being online with my friend, Victoria Summer, who, by the way, is an ambassador for Teen Cancer America, you guys. So when you go up to the website, you can also see information about Victoria. She does amazing things as well. And like I said, I learned about the organization through her and now here I am and here you guys are. But <laughs> do you guys have any words of wisdom or do you have any final thoughts about the program and what it's done for you as a family and maybe some words of advice for other family members that might be considering wanting to do some things? Well, I, I thought for me, for Samantha, because she was a teenager, I found it so hard to find anything that she could relate to all the places this, Oh, well, we have it. If your parent is, has cancer, you know, we have support groups. We have, you know, if you're under the age of 12, well, she was, 15, 16. And I found it so hard to find something for her until we found Teen Cancer America. Teen Cancer America is other teenagers that are going through the same thing. And we could hear her talking to other kids during the groups about what it was like to lose their hair as a teenager, to go through everything as a teenager. And that's what I think the best part about Teen Cancer America is, is it's really for them. And there's not a lot of groups out there. And Everybody we've met through it are is so kind and so helpful and oh I I recommend it I recommend it still to different people to Children's Hospital we talk about it all the time to the different doctors and things what a wonderful program it is and I hope I hope they refer you guys out because we love it. <laughs> well, this really helps a lot. You know, if we can share stories and and let people know, you know, nobody really realized, at least I didn't, that there weren't teen floors available with teen opportunities before I learned about Teen Cancer America. And when I tell other people about it, they say the same thing. How is that possible? Teenagers get it too. Of course they do. And, you know, that's another reason why I think these opportunities where we can speak to you and we can speak to your family and we can share what's available now is really important. So I just want to say it was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much for hopping in and spending some time with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I look forward to the King song. Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, I heard your na-na's and they were very good. Oh, thank you. Yes. I, I had the experience of getting to be part of, of one of her songs, which was super fun. <laughs> Amazing. That never, we never hear about that. So thank you for participating, not only in that, but spending a little bit of time with us and, you know, I hope you'll enjoy listening to the episode and we're going to have Samantha back another time to listen to some more music. I hope in the future. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I guess we should talk about where this song ended up. You know, we've had the beginning and the middle, and of course we always have the end. So you want to talk about how you guys decided to, to finish this song off and then what you've done with it since. 
I mean, I, I think that, you know, the idea was just celebratory. And I think, I don't know if I ever said it to Sam in the moment, <laughs> Sammy, but um, I, you know, there was a little bit of like the, 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 um, I like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony vibe, you know? And, and it's interesting because when they did do the video with her school, you know, she did a video with a performance group that she sings with in her school. There was very much that vibe of this, like on a beach, like arms outstretched, like eyes closed, spitting on the beach. Like they all were singing the na-na's doing that. Did you, and, did you know about that song or had you seen that video before? Yeah, so, I was in the process. I sent it in and I'm like, Hey, because it was like a showcase because we couldn't do an actual show. And I'm like, hey, here's my song. It auditioned with it and they put it in. It's a great reference. I mean, you're awfully young to to know about that particular song and or the video for that. Uh, the uh, the co-commercial, right? right. Yeah, I'm not sure if Sammy knows that commercial. I think we talked about it a little bit, but I think that they captured that spirit um, which, you know, I know it's a commercial, but there's something about that kind of free, young, you know, just this uh, wordless thing, right? I mean, I, I don't know if the co-commercial has that, but that was sort of the energy, at least, like a free and and she, Unifying. yeah, and she captured it, you know, and, and, and we did these nanas, you know, sort of like, hey, Jude, too, right? You have that sort of nana, right? I, I think we even talked about, like, if it should be Lala or Nana or whatever. How they be. should go. Right. Yeah, definitely. And so we settled on Nana and uh, it's really beautiful. So, I mean, I think like, I kind of want to just, I want to solo those, those actually, if sure. that's, because that, I feel like that's really cool. And so this is the, at, the, the last part of the, uh, of the song, but soloed because it does get like, all right. So these are the, are the Nana's um, just alone. And I just think this is really cool. So that's why I'm sharing this. So I think it's really beautiful. And it I think she did beautiful. a great job doing the harmonies. And I mean, we stacked, you know, vocals upon vocals. She was very patient to do that too. So. Sounds um, wonderful. Yeah. I, so. And you're smiling, which is always a good sign. So, okay. So you guys, you, you told me a little bit, or you told us a little bit earlier about that. So you finished the song, you wanted to do this video. And now I'm hearing that the whole school was kind of involved with this what happened? How did this all happen? Well, that was through my summer camp that uh, we did um, the video. And then I've just used that video for everything. And now it's on my school website. So everybody who wants to come to the school, they can watch it. <laughs> so what's the school so people can go check out the video? Maybe they can find the video. Um, schools Valley Academy of Arts and Sciences. So check it. It's on the prospective families list. Great. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, please. I, I'm I'm going to it as soon as we, we are done here. <laughs> For sure. I can't wait to see it. Well, so, okay. I know you guys have done four or five songs yeah. now. Um, yeah. If I were talking to the Samantha before and talking to the Samantha now, what 
what are your thoughts about how this started and and where you are now with this program and with Kenley? And what are your thoughts about your growth? I was definitely a little more shy before because I'm like, especially like at the very, very beginning, I was like, what's going on? I didn't know anything that was going on, but definitely before I'm like, I wouldn't have been so open to trying anything for sure. Especially with treatment and everything. I'm like, let's just, let's just try it. And especially now with all the songs and everything, I'm like, let's try it. We'll see how it goes. If it doesn't work, we don't have to include it. As Kenley says, let's hold the dumb stick. Yeah. Wait, what's the dumb <laughs> yeah, stick? Yeah, you tell that. I, you guys, okay, this is our ninth episode and there are things I've never heard before until tonight. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, Sammy. You want to hold it in the dumb stick. Yeah. Doing an idea. If it doesn't work, doesn't work. Just try it out. Because you're holding the dumb stick, the imaginary dumb stick. <laughs> Which, by the way, we got from George R.R. R. Martin, who does that in his brainstorming sessions. He says, you can say whatever you want because you're holding the dumb stick. So we would just throw stuff out there, you know. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think we, we have a very, like, I try to keep it fun and open. And, and I, like, she kind of alluded to it. Where it's like, you know, if it sucks, no one has to hear it. Like, down straight up. You know what I mean? Like, let's just do a different one. You know what I mean? So, I mean, fortunately, like, that's Sammy's songs come out with these great themes. And she has all these things to talk about. And so she's got a lot of really cool songs, really good songs with great hooks, right? And, um, but, you know, I mean, there's there, there needs to be room to suck, you know, quite honestly. <laughs> there needs to be room. And she'll tell you even, like, she when she came in the first song, like, she was downright sick like she was going through chemo like she had no hair you know what i mean like that's what what where she was at that time you know and um she was weak and she listened to the vocals you know a year later and was like i could do better you know and i and we, I'm, did. I'm, and we did you know um and it's just you know you do the best you can with where you're at you know and um i'm really proud of her and i'm really proud of the songs that we do together and um, and just that she's able to be herself, you know, through all this. She, she definitely was shy, but she still got on the mic. She still sang, you know, and she still made the trip to come here, you know, and um, and she still supports the other people in the program when, you know, showing up, you know, for Music Mondays and all that. So it's really great. And I'm really. Yeah, so let's talk about Music Mondays. We do talk about that from time to time. Have you who have you met in person since you started? I haven't really met anybody because when it started, I was through going through treatment and couldn't really see many people. And then as soon as I was fine, then can't, then COVID st- shut everything down. So I couldn't really see anybody. Okay. But you made a lot of friends through the Zoom. Oh, for sure. Of course. So it sounds like Music Monday, well, everybody talks about it. So what a gratifying experience that you guys can all come together. And by the way, I have so many online friends that I've never met in person and they're like my best friends. And again, this is why Zoom has been a godsend for so many things, but obviously for you all to grow and connect and write, think, thrive, you know, what a great thing. We've never met in person, Erin. I know. (laughs) That's right. Yes, that's right. Here yeah. we go. I'm really, I'm really I, tall. I'm like seven foot two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really tall, so that'll be great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I'm, I'm, if I can push up to five five, I feel like I've 
really straighten myself out. That's what happens with Zoom, though. You meet people and you're like, you're so much taller or shorter than I thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no one will ever say you're so much shorter than, <laughs> than I thought. Ever. Ever. Right. But right. yeah. Well, I guess, you know, um, Samantha, my my final question is always this, and it's so helpful to other people. So the the person, the people that are listening to this right now, can you give us some words of advice on their own journey and anything that might help them while they're going through all of this? Laughter is honestly the best medicine. It really is. Uh, And just keep going, take it one step at a time. Because as soon as you get over the hump and you make it to the other side, you'll feel great. And you'll look back on everything you went through with a smile and you'll be like, I did that. Yeah. Wow. Can't say it any better than that for sure. So what's next for you? Well, doing college applications up next is college for me. Um, going to into cosmetology and bridal And so looking for colleges, doing those applications, doing those scholarships in college. Wow. I think that's really, really cool. And you've obviously picked a profession that's never going to go away. (laughs) And you've got just that, you've got that warm, um, very sweet presence about you that makes people feel comfortable instantly. So I, I know that you are going to be very successful and I look forward to hearing the rest of your music and please keep in touch with us and let us know when we can play more of your songs. Of course. And I just want to thank you for spending some time with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Sammy. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. We have an exclusive for you. Please go to our website, teencanceramerica.org. Go to the Play It Back program and you can listen to the full song of Getting Back to Life and learn much more about Teen Cancer America and this exceptional program. Also, this is a call out to you. I do this every week. If you are interested in contributing to our Play It Back program, maybe you're a musician, a songwriter, a singer, drop us a note through the website and let us know. We would love to hear from you. Last but not least, thank you for listening and thank you for sharing our stories. Share, 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 and share some more. We really appreciate it. Next week, I'll be back with another incredible Play It Back artist, so stay tuned. The Real Me is presented by Teen Cancer America and produced by Pantheon Podcasts. Hosted by Erin Alden, produced by Christian Swain and Erin Alden, All music performed by the Play It Back music players, led by Kenley Mattis. Sound designed by Jerry Danielson. And please, visit teencanceramerica.org to listen to today's full song and to find out more information on these amazing young people. And if you can, please donate. Even the price of a cup of coffee would greatly be appreciated by us. And anything you can do to help these young people will be richly rewarded, I'm sure. Oh!